Luke chapter 1, verse 34, reading from the King James Version of the Bible. When you got it, indicate by saying amen. amen. Luke chapter 1, verse 34. King James Version of the Bible says, Then Mary, then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? How can this be, seeing, being that I know not a man? I want to talk about just for a few minutes, hold on to hope. Hold on to hope. This year during the Christmas season, I want to spend a little uh, time, I want to spend uh, the next uh, three Sundays, uh, including today, four Sundays, um, introducing you um, in a more detailed um, manner or fashion to the idea of Advent, A-D-V-E-N-T, Advent, which is a four-week season of reflective preparation for Christ's nativity at Christmas and Christ's expected return in the second coming. So we will celebrate uh, Christ's first coming uh, as we talk about his birth, but we will also look forward to uh, Christ's second coming uh, when he comes uh, to uh, take all of those with him who have confessed him as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Advent uh, focuses each week on a different theme. The first theme is hope. The second theme is peace. The second theme, the third theme is joy. And the fourth theme is love. Okay, look at your, look at your neighbor and say hope, hope. peace, peace, joy, and love. What else should a Christian have? Hope, peace, joy, and love. Hope, peace, joy, and love. Those four pillars are the pillars on which Christianity stands. The reality and the belief of hope the uh, perfectness of peace, the uh, undeniableness of joy, and the completion of love. What else is this about? What else do we assemble for? What else can we wish to gain through our relationship with Christ other than hope, other than peace, other than joy and love. Hope, I know it's going to be all right. Somebody missed that. Hope, I know it's going to be all right. I believe that God's going to fix it. Fix it for me. Uh, hope, I know 
if I trust in the Lord, everything will be all right. Peace, perfect peace. Resting when everybody else is confused. Peace, perfect peace. Knowing that the Lord's got you when everybody else is in chaos. Peace, perfect peace. Being able to sleep like a baby because you're being rocked in the cradle of his bosom. Joy, this joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me, so the world cannot take it away. Love, God loves me unconditionally. What else is this walk all about? Other than hope, peace, joy, and love. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, The celebration of Advent is possible only to those who are troubled in soul, who know themselves to be poor and imperfect, and who look forward to something greater to come. Mm, what a definition. Those who are troubled in soul. You ever been troubled in soul? Those who know themselves to be poor and imperfect. Nobody knows you better than you do. And who look forward to something greater that's coming later. My latter days are going to be greater than my former days. The Christian Christmas story is a story that is filled with hope, peace, joy, and love. Watch this. Focused on and accomplished by characters who were ostracized and obsolete. Read the story. The story is filled with characters who have no character. <laughs> the story is filled with people who you and I believe have no story. The story is filled with individuals. If you met them on the street, you would not be impressed with them at all. Because they were simply obsolete and ostracized. Our central character today, Mary, finds herself at the time of our text enthralled in the conversation with an angel about what God sees in her, verse 27, how God favors her, verse 28, and how God will use her to bring the Savior of the world, verse 31. Somebody should have ran around the building right there. The main character of the story is a character with no character. Is a person with no personality. Is a somebody that's a nobody. I wish I had somebody in here that could just testify. I feel merry because I've been there in my life when I was ostracized and I was forgotten. Nobody saw anything good in me. Nobody thought anything could come good, could come from me. I was just a nobody. But thanks be to God that God can take a nobody and make them a somebody. I wish I had about 10 cousins in here that would give God some praise for his ability to take nothing and create something. The central character 
Deacon Edmund, of the story is at the time of the text having a conversation with an angel. <laughs> that in and of itself right there should have made you shout. The Lord thought so much about her that he sent a heavenly being to talk to her. You missed that. The Lord sent a heavenly being to, to she ain't talking to the man on the street. See, he sent Gabriel, his one of his own angels, to come down and go down and meet Mary where she was and have a conversation. Oh, I wish somebody understood that if you need the Lord, you can to him and he will talk with you. She is uh, nobody. She is uh, somebody um, who really did not come from much. So it's understandable. It's understandable how Mary could find this angel's announcement unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> You come down here, angel, and you you talking to me, and you telling me not to fear, and telling me I got favor with God, and you talking about I'm going to conceive, and I'm baby going to come from my womb, and not only did you tell me what he was, you told me who he was. You, you told me, you told me it was a boy, and that's what it was, and then you told me his name, that's who he was, he's Jesus, and then you told me what he going to do, and, and, and I'm trying to figure out how can somebody so good come from somebody so bad. I wish, I wish I had somebody in here that would give your neighbor a high five and say, I understand how you can look at me and wonder how can I, how can I sing like I sing and how can I pray like I pray and how can I live like I, how can I have what I have? How can something so good come from somebody so bad? I understand. I understand. I understand. You tripping. You tripping because you looking at me and you remember where I came from. I understand you rolling your eyes at me. I understand you looking at me crazy because sometimes when I think about what the Lord does for me in spite of who I am, I start tripping myself. But I thank God that I move past my trip and go into my promise and God will Understandable. Mary could find the announcement unbelievable. She was seemingly mama a nobody from nowhere. Wasn't anything particularly refreshing or refined about who she was, nor where she was. You missed that. Wasn't nothing refreshing, refined, outstanding, unbelievable, admonishing, or admirable. What really anything particularly becoming about her? You didn't look at her and see in her something that she didn't see in herself. She was just another face in the crowd. Anybody ever just been a face in the crowd? Nobody really noticed you because that wasn't really anything to notice. You just fit in with everybody else. 
At least that's what they thought. But even when you fit in with everybody else, God can see something that makes you stand out. Oh, I wish I had somebody in here that would just tell your neighbor, you may think I fit in, but God sees something that's going to make me stand out. And because he sees something that's going to make me stand out, I'm just waiting for him to pull me out. Somebody give your neighbor a high five and tell him he's going to pull me out because I'm not supposed to fit in. He gave me something that's going to make me stand out. I, I wish I had about 10 cousins in here that know you're going to stand out and would give God some praise and some glory because when you turn, every time you turn around, the Lord keeps on blessing you. It's understandable. My Mary would be wondering how is the angel talking to her. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that Luke takes time to give us a brief history of Mary's circumstances. Because in her history, some of us can see our own stories. Some of us can see our own predicaments. And some of us can see our own places. Seeing who Mary was, a virgin, engaged to Joseph. And seeing where Mary came from, Nazareth, a city in Galilee, basically lets us know that she was a nobody from nowhere. Mm, and it should let you and me know that God sees us as somebody in the midst of our nobody. Oh, I wish somebody would have received that in your spirit because if you'd have got that in your spirit, you would have ran around the building with your hair on fire because you just got a revelation that God sees you as somebody in the midst of your nobody. I wish I had about 10 nobodies in here that would just give a shout in your spirit and tell God thank you because although they said I'm nobody, God sees me as somebody. Although they say I can't do anything, God has a blessing with my name on it. Although they said I won't accomplish anything, God has already directed my path. He's already made a way for me. And I just came today to give God praise and give God glory because in my nobodyness, God saw somebody. I wish you would give three people a high five and tell them I'm somebody. I know I look like nobody. I ain't got much. Didn't come from much. Don't know much. But I know a man who's evil. God sees a somebody in the midst of our nobody. He sees us somewhere in the midst of our nowhere. My God, my God. He sees us somewhere in the midst of our nowhere. Oh, he sees us somewhere in the midst of our nowhere. Tell your neighbor I'm on my way somewhere. Even while I'm caught up in nowhere. God's got something in store for me. 
that if I just keep on waking up and keep on moving one day at a time, I'm closer than I've ever been to somewhere. And if I just keep on believing in God and trusting God, God will bring me out. If I had to give you three points, I would give you three points. We would holler, run around the building. The first thing that I would tell you is don't let who you are not stop you from being who you will be. Don't let who you aren't stop you from being who you will. You still ain't get that. Don't let who you are not stop you from being who you will. Not gonna let who I'm not stop me from being who God says I will. Find you a neighbor and say, neighbor, I will. Oh, if they didn't receive it, find you another neighbor. Look at them like you love them because I don't want them to get mad at you. And say, neighbor, I will. Oh, I ain't got it yet, but I will. I ain't made it yet, but I will. Haven't gotten to where I'm going yet, but I'm will. I wish I had about 10 cousins in here that holler, I will. Oh, that's why my hand is up in the air, because I will. That's why I'm giving God praise, because I will. That's why I'm telling him thank you, because I will. That's why I tell him thank you for where I'm from, come from and where I am on the way to where I'm going. Look at somebody and tell them I will. I will be who he says I will. I will have what he says I have. I will go where he says I will go. I can't let who I'm not stop me from being who God says I will. Too many of us have listened to folk tell us who we are not and tell us what we cannot accomplish and tell us where we cannot go and tell us how many how mistakes will always pull us backwards but I dare somebody to look at your neighbor and say I will not let who I'm not stop me from being who I am as a matter of fact I don't want to talk to nobody else who all they got to tell me is who I'm not and who I can't be and what I can't accomplish I need to get some positive folk around me that speak into my spirit tell me yes you can be it yes you can do it yes that miracle can come through you give you three give three people a high five and say I don't need no negative folk around me I need some lifting folk I need some encouraging folk I need some Gabriels in my life that'll tell me God sees something in you and he favors you Second thing I want you to do is don't let where you are stop you from where you're going. Somebody missed that. Don't let where you are stop you from where you're going. That's why some of us miss our breakthrough and never get to our miracle because we are so frustrated with where we are. 
that we never make it to where we are going. Oh, that was a word for somebody here. You should have wrote that down and put that under your pillow and let it marinate. Let that sliver get on it when you're sleeping real good. And then look at that thing in the morning so it can get in your spirit a little bit more and say, I'm not going to let where I am stop me from making it to where I'm going. You cannot become so disappointed with your location that you lose sight of your destination. Preach, pastor, I will. You cannot allow your location to so frustrate you that you lose sight of your destiny. You ever put the GPS, the address, in the GPS, and the first thing you look at is the time that it's going to take you to get there. And Rothen, before you even start driving, you already mad. Because you look at the miles, and the miles say 10 miles, but right under the miles, it says time, it says 45 minutes. And you say, I don't even want to go. Sister Lee, I'll do it tomorrow. You got so frustrated with your location that you never made it to your destination. Don't let your location mess up your destination. Some of us can't even get our miracle because we're so frustrated. We're so disappointed. We get angry taking the ride that we forget that if we hang in there, we are going to make it to where we're going. Man, put the car and drive and just go. That 45 minutes is going to turn into 40 minutes. Then it's going to turn into 35 minutes. Then it's going to turn into 25 minutes. Then you're going to realize that the Lord got you moving. And before you know it, you're singing, I will trust in the Lord. And you're telling the Lord, thank you for how far you brought me from. And before you know it, they say, make a right right here. You made it to your destination. I wish somebody would give your neighbor a high five. And say, neighbor, if you just keep on going, you make it to your destination. If you don't give up, you'll make it to your destination. Mary says, I don't know how, but God does. I hear you, brother angel. I don't know how this is going to happen because I've never slept with a man, but I know what I don't know. God does know. And who am I to question God's authority? Who am I to say what God cannot do? Who am I to tell God what God can do and can't do with me? If I make myself available to him, who am I to say where the Lord cannot take me? I just remember that the God 
that God has plans for me to bring me forth to my promise. Tell somebody, I don't know how, but God has the plan that will take me to my promise. The Lord didn't bring me this far to leave me by myself. He didn't bring me this far to leave me and turn me around. He didn't bring me this far for me to give up. So I've decided to hold on to my hope because the Bible teaches me in Hebrews 10 and 23 to hold on to the hope that we profess for he who promised is faithful the Bible teaches me in Psalms 27 and 14 to wait for the Lord be strong and take hope and wait for the Lord is there anybody in the room today that does not mind testifying I'm gonna hold on to my hope I don't know how God is gonna do it but I believe if I trust him he will make a way out of no way grab your hope and hold on to it tell your neighbor God will bring me through God will bring me out God will do unto me the very thing that he promised if you're not too mean lift your hands tell the Lord thank you for giving me hope thank you for letting me know if I walk with you if I talk with you everything will be alright shout yes shout yes shout yes and you're alright Hold on. When the devil tries to steal it from you, hold on. When they say you won't make it, hold on. If it was going to kill you, you'd already be dead. Hold on. And watch God work it out for you. Mary said, for everything that I don't have, God does. And for everything that I have not done, God has. And for everything that's broken in me. 
God has fixed it. And then finally, Allison, I believe it's around verse 36 or so. She tells the angel, I belong to the Lord. And whatever the Lord says about me, I'm going to stamp it with a yes. And Brother Shelton, after she stamped it with her yes, the Bible says that the angel then left her. Watch this. Because God could not do anything with Mary without Mary's permission. And now somebody in here, God wants to do something with your life. But he's waiting on your permission. He's waiting for you to say, I belong to the Lord. And whatever the Lord says about me is yes. And what everybody else says about me is no. Somebody in here, give God some permission. To bless you in ways that you've never been blessed. To use you in ways that you've never been used. To take you to places that you've never seen. To show you things you never could have imagined. To put things in your hands that are too, that your hands are too small to hold. Somebody holler, yes. Somebody holler, yes. God, I give you permission right now to shower me down with whatever you want me to have. God, I give you permission right now to use me in whatever way you want to use me. God, I give you permission right now. I won't let where I am stop me from going where you're going to take me. I won't let who I am right now stop me from being who you said I would be. God, I give you permission right now. Bless me, oh God, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. God, I give you permission right now. Bless my family, God. God, I give you permission right now. Now, heal me, God. Hold on to your hope. Somebody, you came in here hopeless today. I'm not even going to ask you to come down here. I'm just going to ask you to stand wherever you are. And I'm going to touch and agree with you that all of your hopelessness will be turned around. Somebody, you came in here crying tears of frustrations today. You were ready to give up. You were ready to give in. You were ready to throw in the towel. But the Lord sent you here to tell you to hold on to your hope. Reach back at me right now. Reach back at me right now. And, and let's touch in the atmosphere. Reach back at me right now. And, and let's touch in the atmosphere. Let's agree in the atmosphere that everything God has for you is just for you. That where God is taking you, nobody can get in the way. Reach in the atmosphere. Reach, 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 the devil's trying to stop you, reach, reach, reach.
Hallelujah. 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 We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. We lift your name. We glorify you, God. We worship you, God. We honor you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. You are so worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy. Somebody just bless him right there. Open your mouth and bless him right there. Open your mouth and Bless God right there. Tell him you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. You're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful. You're magnificent, God. You're magnificent, God. Thank you. Thank you for hope, God. Thank you that disappointment didn't kill me, God. Thank you that negative people didn't tear me down, God. Thank you for seeing me in my nothingness. You saw my worthiness in the midst of my nothingness. You saw my, my worthiness. Thank you, God. 